I'm telling you this, but I've had a couple drinks and oh my god, there you were in my Cronenberg film <laughs> last night. <laughs> um, so we're back and we just watched. Um, we were, we were at Cannes. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're in France, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Um, so we saw Crimes of the Future. Crimes of the Future. I thought it was Crimes of the Future Past. Why did I think that? <laughs> no, Great start. Actually, yeah, start. No. Crimes, we saw Crimes of the Future Past. No, I literally thought that was what it was called. No, so we saw this film today. It just came out today. In it France. literally just premiered at, at, at Cannes. Right? At Cannes, bitch. Bitch. That is very skinny, bitch. <laughs> um, that is very glamorous. Talking about glamour. Glamour. We so were, much glamour on the we runway. We were loving the pictures. We were loving the pictures sick. Especially, is I would identify as a Isabel Huppert girly. I would. And she looked absolutely fabulous in Balenciaga. She did. She did. Um, just as she has done for the past, I don't know. Couple little, of years. Little while now. Um, but she but was just there hanging out. She was just there hanging out. Same as the girl from Titane. The, the one with all the tattoos. Oh, she looked fabulous in She looked great too. Vuitton. I think so. It was, I think. Speaking and of speaking Vuitton. Speaking of Vuitton. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, so oh my best, God. The best part about this movie. Okay, that's a lie. There were lots of good parts about the movie, but what we loved the most was the Léa Zedo, Louis wow. Vuitton. Wow. Porno wow. that came at the beginning in the form of an advertisement. Okay, first of all, we should preface like, like they did not even kiss. Their mouths did not even no, meet. No, and no, we no, were no, like... No. <gasps> It was so erotic. It was so erotic. And there's billboards. There's like little signs all over Paris of Lazardo in bed with this faceless gentleman to sell this perfume. I want to know. I would like to smell it. 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 I would like to be rolling in those sheets. (laughs) (laughs) Too far? That was too far? No. And when Laura first got here to Paris um, and we were just walking down the street... We spotted it. Mm. She is getting dicked down mm-hmm. on the billboard. It's like semi-nude, soft porn, like unreal. I love it. I love the French sensibility. I think it's great. I think, I think, it's, think great. it's great. And I think it's the equivalent of like the Nicole, what is it? IFC? IMC? Oh, uh, you know AMC, 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 AMC. It's the equivalent of like the yeah. Nicole AMC ad. Yeah, before the movie screens. Unfortunately, I don't know. There was no cheering for the Lazer. There ad. was no cheering. It was just us g- g- gasping. We were freaking out. I was taking pictures. Holding hands. We were holding hands. We were pointing at we the screen. We were pointing, gasping, painting. It was pantomime, pantomime. Jaw dropped to four. A wooga, a wooga, heartbeats out My of chest. My eyes were bouncing and b- 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 bouncing. bulging out. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so th- and that was that was before the film even that started. That was before it even started. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, we should say spoiler alert. If you're the kind of person, oh who yeah, if you care cares, about us spoiling a movie, like we'll try not to. I, no, I don't even think we should try. Just watch if you want to watch Crimes of the Future Past. Go out and watch. It's not it. called Crimes of the Future Past. Oh, Crimes of the Future. <laughs> oh my god, I genuinely thought that was the title. Um, this whole time. <laughs> No, no, you definitely future. you definitely should go and watch it, particularly if you're um if you're either if you're a lesbian. If you're a lesbian, go watch it. If you're an artist, go watch it. Go watch it. Like it's not a joke. Like if you're a performance artist, 
Go watch it. Required reading. If you have tattoos, go, go watch, watch it. it. If you ingest a credit card's worth of microplastics a day, go watch, go watch it. it. If you have, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, postpartum depression, go, go watch, watch it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was great. So what we're doing for this podcast, it's kind of a... Um, a podcast of convenience and coincidence. Totally. totally. Um, we were watching the film and Laura leaned over to me and she said, we should do a Kristen Stewart double feature. <laughs> because last week we watched... Personal Shopper. Personal Shopper. By Olivier Assayas. Assayas. Another French Assayas. film. Yeah. No, wait. Crimes of the Future is not Crimes a of the Future. Film. Not a French film, but no. it had... Who, who, it had Vig- a French title. Vigo... Le Vig- Crime du Futur. <laughs> <laughs> But Vigo, where's Vigo Mortensen? Um, Denmark, I think. Okay, so it was a it was a uh, international intercontinental. intercontinental feast of of actors in yes. crime, crimes of the future. Yes, crime du futur. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Um. Uh, by Cronenberg and then Personal Shopper. Um. Both had Kristen Stewart in it. Yeah. Both both starring Kristen, Kristen Stewart. Stewart's like on all of the posters and all the adverts for for Crimes of the Future. I guess she's like a really big draw card for the film. Yeah. I mean, she and Viggo Mortensen and Leonardo Zedo were walking, um, the red carpet together at Cannes. Yeah, with with Cronenberg, and with he had Cronenberg. the funniest looking speedy sunglasses on. Yeah, he looked. He had like like real Oakley style, like like speedy as fuck. Yeah. Like, but uh, and of he's course, such a weirdo. He's such a strange one, and um, Kristen Stewart, of course, was you know blood oath wearing Chanel. Um, and you yeah. said you said something really funny. You were like you were like all oh, the girlies who were like styling her and like lending out the clothes to her stylist are thinking. Oh, Kristen, like, what are we going to do with her? She's such a bad girl. She's like, such a bad she's girl. She's such a rebel, like... Because she was wearing this, like, you know, stuffy, boring How How do you jacket. describe those? It's like... What are they? They're like I don't the know how you tweed, describe... The tweed, tweed It's tweed. It's the, the classic Chanel tweed oh, suit. Bleh, bleh. And it was, it was like a pant... Like, pants and blazer. Like, pants suit. Rather like, than they're like very, like... Suit. Oh, well, Kristen. Well, Kristen she's she, a bit different. We've got to put her in pants. pants. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and so, she had, it, she had you know, four buttons undone with all yeah. the side boob out. And yeah. um, I think her hair's, like, bleached at the moment. Yeah. And, like, it was all pushed to the side. And then Leia Zedo. Leia Zedo, who is oh also has a blood oath with... Vuitton, as we said, mm. um, I remember reading Hari Neff's uh, review on Letterboxd oh for France, which Amazing you should movie. definitely go which watch. Which we, we could also, like, if this could be a triple feature, like, it would be... I would. The I Venn would. diagram would be, like, Crimes of the Future in the Middle, France on one side, and Personal actually, that would be other. fucking genius, because then we get to talk about Paris. Oh, by the way, we're in Paris. By the way, we're in Paris. Charles Just bought some fabulous, fabulous clothes, clothes, darling. Um... Just recorded a fabulous pod, Just darling. Just loving ourselves sick, sick, darling. And I'm wearing pit lipstick because Donna Taylor would. Um, yeah. And um, anyway, so we, we, we've been walking the streets, identifying yes. the sides, yes. like um, in in Holy Motors, in, yes. in France, oh my God. in um, Personal Shopper. Yeah. It's um, so freaking cool. It's really fun. It's like the only fucking movie you can watch in yeah. Sydney is The Matrix, you know? Totally. And like, that's like, it's not meant to be there. You and know it's what not, I mean? It's, exactly. The, the, point, it's the, so point is that it, the point is that it's not distinct. Um, they chose a city that looks like nothing. Yeah. So that it could be anything. Because you can, you know, pay peanuts, I'm sure, to film there. Um, right. So that's been, it's it's worth maybe worth it. It's my first time here. Yes. It's my first time here. I've been here a week. Um, Charles, how do you been feel? I love it. It's so nice yeah. to be. It's really cool. It's like 
It's it's beautiful. It's like just like everyone says, except the people are like a lot nicer than I anticipated. Yeah, that's the thing. People have been like strangely nice to us. But I have to say that when you're like hot, sexy, beautiful, and fun <laughs> and well dressed, and may I add? <laughs> um, I, just, I just think people are nice because we're yeah. going to like we're going to nice places. Nice places. We're, like every every single place we've been into is like you know luxury clothing, goods <laughs> like you know fifty euro dinner. Like yeah. <laughs> we've been we've been living living um, a life, living the personal shopper life. Oh my god! Yeah, we haven't even got into personal shopper yet. So. That so the other thing is that like yeah. we watched this movie a week ago, neither of us can remember <laughs> it. So we're gonna do our best to try to jog each other's memory. Yeah. First of all, Laura, what is the movie about? The movie is about um Kristen Stewart, who is a personal <laughs> shopper, and her brother recently died, so she's investigating yes, the house that's that he was right. living in. So in the first scene, she's oh my walking... god, I'm remembering the movie. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's walking around the house, and there's they have this, no like, idea. There's this like phantasm that's like you know spooking and haunting the place, and. Scratch marks on the wall. Scratch marks, Scratch on, marks the wall. on the wall. And we, I was like, Psh, this doesn't feel like a horror movie because it yeah. didn't have the dramatic music no, or anything. No, 20, mi- 20 minutes in. So first no. of all, I tried to watch this movie on my own when I had COVID a few weeks ago. And I didn't make it three minutes in because it was like a bit silent. And I was like, oh yeah. God, it's a ghost movie. I can't watch it. But then when we were watching it together, we were also like watching it during daylight, which by the way, it's daylight until 10 p.m. That's such a slay yeah, to me. Yeah, slay, right? Um, so beautiful. And um, and we were, and I was like, Psh, this is amazing. Like, this is so hot. Like, love Olivia Essays. Like, oh, because she was also in um, Clouds of Salisbury, which yes, I another, just another film love. by SAS. We'll have yeah. to talk about that when we do, like, a Juliette Binoche double feature. It will be a Juliette Binoche, like... Oh, or, or we could do, like, Clouds of Salisbury and fucking Persona. <laughs> Honestly, it's going to be, like, 10 yeah. Binoche films yeah, at this yeah. point. Um, so obviously they have a working relationship, this director and Kristen Stewart. Yeah. And, um, this is, but I think this is the second one after Clouds of Sils Maria. Right, 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 right. And this is more, Clouds of Sils Maria is really about the, both of the characters, especially Julia Binoche. Yeah. And then Personal Shopper is just, Kristen Stewart is the, the protagonist. I think Kristen Stewart was nominated for best supporting actress for Clouds of Sils Maria. Right. she's very much the star of Personal Shopper. Absolutely. Absolutely. And And it should be mentioned that like. Olivia as Olivier Assayas, I think we were looking back at um at Kristen Stewart's oeuvre and like you can kind of see that the the films that she's done with him, particularly Clouds of Sils Maria, because mm. it's the first one, mm. was the pivotal like turning point for Stewart's career. Yeah, which has really re- redirected its focus post Twilight. Totally, to and a it point was that is really interesting and exciting. Absolutely exciting, so exciting. I mean, we've both been like such huge fans of the last couple of films that she did. Clouds of Sils Maria was like the the year after Twilight finished. Yeah, or something yeah, like that. it's really and fresh. Also, she she was like a child actress before that. Must be mentioned, she was in Panic Room with Jodie Foster, which I've never seen. Yeah, no, neither. Oh, and... She was in some movie with Jennifer Beals as well as a child. Oh, weird. Yeah, weird. Um, lesbians everywhere. everywhere. But wait, Jennifer not... Beals is, Jessica Beals is not lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get her name. <laughs> Just like you can't get the name of this movie, right? I can't no. get Jessica Beals' name. <laughs> it's so, like, offensive to me. Um, no, but... Um, the personal shopper is is it's just about her it's about her grieving her brother it's about her walking around paris she's like in this job that she like kind of fell into and doesn't really care about um and um i don't know what can what yeah basically so she's a personal shopper for a celebrity 
And so we see a lot of these great scenes of her sort of walking through these like luxury goods stores in the city. Oh, it's great. And like and it's also choosing like, things with such like such decision intention and intention and precision. And her character is, is super intense. She's like yeah. also like like she's just yeah super decisive the way she moves through the world she like rides a fucking motorbike and she yeah, like the, yeah. what, you, what you were saying was you were like she's cool because like when she finishes her cigarette she like throws it to the ground <laughs> like, oh she was oh, littering she was in that movie she was littering you're like oh, she, she was literally you, littering literally littering <laughs> and she was like you know catching the Eurostar and she like had her ticket in her mouth and you were like that's so cool because like oh my god <laughs> I forgot about that yeah no everything she did was like the cool way to do it you know when you were a kid mm. and you were like, I can't sit like this. Totally. This is not a cool way to sit. No, yeah. Kristen like, Stewart knows the cool way to she sit. She knows the cool way to sit. She knows the cool way to like hold a ticket. She knows the cool way to smoke a cigarette. And that's what she's doing in this movie. And um, she doesn't give a shit about being a personal shopper. She walks no. into this like celebrity's apartment and is talking to the mistress. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the mistress, the the dude that, that this celebrity is like having an affair with. And yeah. he's like, well, why don't you fucking like go be a stylist? Like I got, I got a contact with a magazine. Yeah, like you can, yeah. you can style these clothes. And she like gives it a go. She, she doesn't give a fuck. Like she just cares about like her she dead can, brother. Yeah, she cares about her brother. And like finding out like where, and he's her twin, finding out where he's like, you know, spirit is. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, spirit is with her. Um, like I see dead people vibes. And then this like random number starts texting her. <gasps> I forgot all about this, Laura. Like, Hey, you're on the Eurostar. Oh like, my Oh God. my God. You just got dressed up in this, in this thing. Like I can see you're in the hotel, like come up to room like 12 B or whatever it is. And, um, and she has no idea who's texting her and she starts going along with it because she's no, cool. She's freaked out at first. And yeah. then she starts to kind of get turned on by this, like, Oh yeah. Faceless, nameless, and she's she's like you can't. She says something like that, like like are you a man? Yeah. Oh, and then she's which she's is very like paying men. homage to like the way in which yeah men, but also um, Kristen Stewart is a proud bisexual, and it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman on the other side of that um, faceless bone. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, those texts. Those texts were freaky. It was like freaky harrowing. And scary because the thing is, we, we the film we is creating so like... this uncertainty mm-hmm. because it's like a ghost film. But like, you spend a lot of the film listening, like watching her text this like mm. random number. Yeah. And it's kind of the idea of like a presence that exists through your phone. Totally. That like you're, it's menacing yeah. and it makes you uncertain and it puts you at like a set there's a sort of unease to the film like yeah most of the film is not scary but by the end oh my god bitch oh wait, wait, wait. before you my get there god. before you oh get there oh my god <laughs> <laughs> before you get there it's like the 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 ambiguity and the like mystery of like who's on the other end of the phone like the interface with which she's like interacting with the world the absolute isolation that she has in paris like she's she's alone in this city and she's walking down yeah, streets that like yeah. we're walking down and she's like by herself and like it's very expat menacingly like. so she's being such an expat and so the main contact that she has with any other character in the film is this like identityless texting yeah like whatever which like which Such a everyone i think has had this parasocial experience with someone online where like you just don't know someone very well and then you get you just fall in really quickly yeah in, like them in the fucking i message yeah and it's scary and Basically, she's trying on, in this one great scene, she's trying on this harness. Oh, it's so hot. So, yeah, these, like, um, I don't know, whoever they are, are, like, pulling all these pieces for her to look at. Yeah, to, for like, her celebrity who her. she's personal shopping for. Yeah, and then she's, like, trying on, what is it? She, she She's trying on this, like, absolute, the sheer head-to-toe dress, um, flowing dress. 
And then they're like, great, put this harness on as well. And then what were we going to say about the... Basically, she's like trying it on and then she starts like getting dressed up for the person who she's texting and sending them pictures. Yeah. And she goes to try to meet them in a hotel room and they're, obviously they're they, they don't show up because there. this person then, doesn't exist. But then, but then, bitch, and I was watching this thinking this is not like a horror movie, but then, bitch, the elevator <gasps> Oh doors, my God. The elevator doors open. This was horrific. This was scary. And then the elevator travels down to the ground. And then the elevator doors open again. So the again. camera is like following this like... And then... This empty room. The, and but then the, the doors the are automatic opening. Doors, automatic bitch, doors. The automated doors are opening and closing. And this, this thing is like exiting the building. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. And then, bitch. And then she goes into the celebrity's apartment. She, By the way, we should say she's a psychic. So she can literally she, she's like see a, dead Yeah, like a, like a medium. Yeah. And has like always had that like ability. But the so, way... And so did her brother. Yeah. And the way that it's treated in the film is not like... Ooh, she's a medium. No, it's, it's like not, it's not creepy. It's very it's, chic. She's like, she's like, oh, like I, like I can sense it. Like I've yeah, always been yeah, able to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does it in a cool way. It's so cool. So, <laughs> um, she's like, she's like in the celebrity's house. Like no one's there. She's in the apartment alone, and she's like putting away the clothes. Yeah. And then she like gets naked. Oh my god! She and gets then naked. she puts, and then she puts the the like harness on oh and the sheer dress on. And then that's funny because we were talking about this earlier today. <laughs> she starts um, wanking, <laughs> <laughs> pulling the patch, <laughs> pulling um, the patch. Yeah. And then she like falls asleep in like the dress. <laughs> <laughs> the way your personal shopper is currently having wanking sex with themselves in your dress, in your dress, in your dress. that the stylist pulled Monica just for Lewinsky you. Monica Lewinsky <laughs> Um, it's so but like salacious. by herself. But it's very like Trisha Paytas, like I had sex with a ghost vibes. You know what I mean? It is very that. And it's like, well, where is her brother in all of this? <laughs> That's the other thing is like the whole film is about her ghost brother, but then she's also getting haunted by like sexy ghosts. So great. Anyway, so um, the next time she's in the celebrity's apartment, oh my God, she opens okay, the spoiler door. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. She, she died. <laughs> <laughs> and bitch, she died. <laughs> In yeah, the so words the, of Kenny so Muse. The celebrity died. Um, bloody, gory, I am horrific, sorry to horrible. that celebrity. Yeah, it's blood all over the sheets. Oh my God. And she sees it and she's like, I gotta go. So this bitch leaves and then she thinks better of it and goes yeah. to the police station. And then she's like kind of a suspect and she kind of gets cleared. And then finally it's like... Everything seems to be kind of like settling and being put to rest. And so she visits a friend who... Oh, it's the, it's the ex-girlfriend of the <gasps> brother. Such a gag. Such this a gag. Is, I've ne- I, when I gag. tell you guys, oh I God. have never guys. been this flawed guys, by a movie. Guys, guys, Even now, I feel oh my, my lower God. back give in. Like... <sighs> oh. No, I feel it in my diaphragm. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> so she like visits the... At the time her brother died, he was dating this girl, right? So, yeah. like, not ex, but, like, ex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically, like, sister-in-law vibes, but, like, they were never married. Yeah. And so, she visits this girl, and they're kind of talking about, like, grief and whatever, and this girl's kind of, like, moved on, and I think yeah. she just, like, serves Kristen, like, a cup of coffee, <gasps> and then... um I don't even know how to, like, do it justice. I don't know how to okay, do it justice. But, basically, we were sitting exactly where we're sitting now. Yes. As we're, we're sitting recording exactly this. where we're sitting now as we're recording this. And then um, on the TV, there's the, oh, Kristen's facing like the audience kind of. Yeah. So, yeah. so her face her, is like centered 
in the screen, right? She's in the center of the screen and we're looking behind her into a courtyard, which also goes back into the back of the house, which has a glass kind of window, right? And in the back, it's very, it's not focused. No. But you see a person it's on Kristen's face. moving from the right-hand side and of the I, screen I into the center do, of the screen. Do you know what? Like, I didn't get it at first. I at was first, like, you think someone is in the house. They're going yes, to approach yes. her. No, because... But there is but, something eerie about the way the person moves. They kind of float along. And I was like, Charles, like, shut up. You were saying to me, like... I was That's freaking out. Like, you were I freaking, was freaking out. And I was like, out. shut up. It's just another character. Because the, person, like, the person's not just walking along. They're staring at her. But it's not focused. So you can't really make out who it is. And it's very, very disturbing the way the person is watching her. And then once the, the character passes behind Kristen, the person is Yeah, gone. so the person is holding a glass and once their body moves un, like behind her head, which is at the center of the screen, from the other side, the glass continues to emerge out to the towards the left hand side and of the screen I am and the person bitch. is not there I am and we are like, like literally literally silence squeezing you could hear each other's a hands pin drop we are squeezing each other's hands and like it it holds for like 30 seconds you just see the glass floating and, and, you're and like, Kristen's just like breathing wow. she's, she's just she's, she's so she's acting the fuck out of this role. and I wonder if maybe she didn't know that this was going to happen in the background because I know a lot maybe. of a lot of directors they oh. they stage things in a way where the actor doesn't actually so know what's that, happening so there's that kind of like plausible like doubt and that yeah. like spontaneity of, of the because moment. her face doesn't suggest to you that she's in danger she no. feels perfectly comfortable and relaxed and serene in this, you know, it's very house the serenity in this beautiful house French the courtyard. Serenity vibe. Basically, and then so the, the 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 figure you don't see, but the cup keeps moving as if he was still walking, floating. And once it's her. holding, like paused, in a place, it suddenly drops to the ground, oh! and smashes, <laughs> and. <laughs> She just turns around. Oh my around. god, I'm so fucking freaky. We it was squealed. so fucking freaky. We, we squealed. squealed. There, were, there were tears in my eyes. I was so scared. It was I'm so serious. scary. It was so scary. Um, uh, there were not tears in my eyes during Crimes of the Future Past. Yes, so it's not Crimes of the Future oh Past. Oh my god. Laura. Jesus Christ, we're trying to get the le scoop and we can't even name the movie. Right? <laughs> so basically this film is brilliant and you should go watch it. But if you listen to it now, then you've heard us spoil it. So... Just rewind and you'll really enjoy it. It's fabulous. Basically, we're, fabulous we're obsessed darling. with Kristen Stewart. We think she's a brilliant actress. Of course. And that's why we went to the cinema today well, on course. the premiere of Crimes of the Future. Full stop. Full stop. <laughs> and um, basically, we're, we're fans of Cronenberg. Yeah. We saw The Fly a few nights ago, which was a fabulous experience. Oh my god! Which I yeah. think is Cronenberg's most famous film. Yeah. Basically, yeah. it's it's like incredible, and we went to this like old cinema in Paris, which shows just purely old films. We were we were in the Marilyn room. The other room's the Audrey room. Yeah. So <laughs> you you know the fucking vibe. You know the vibe. Basically, like it's a vibe. It was a vibe. ten p.m. screening of a film that was basically filmed over three decades ago. This cinema was full. Packed, mama. Packed. Only to in the Paris could you like attract such an audience. On a Monday night at 10pm. On a Monday night at 10pm. It was great. We, it was we gorgeous. squealed, it was, it we was... screamed, we laughed, we cried. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. We took a shot. We, we had many shot, epiphanies. Many epiphanies. I jumped out of my seat like several times. Yeah, it was great. Um, it was really, really great. So it's like Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis who were like married yeah. at the time. They played yeah. opposite each other. Horrifying. Horrifying. So, so scary. I was I was like riding off the high of that truly. Like Yeah, like, that was kind of like our like our like build up towards our appetizer, the no? Like and I was 
salivating. And honestly, like, since... I don't know. I watched my first Cronenberg. It would have been literally, like, less than two months ago. And I have now ingested... Yeah. Like, eight films of his in the last two months because I am obsessed. No, I don't think you understand. I'm obsessed. Like, these films are crazy. Um, so we, obviously we talked about Crash two yeah. podcasts ago with yeah. our beautiful bestie of the pod lab. Which, go back and listen, that was a fucking key. I love that. I love talking about that. Lev is a genius. Um, that movie Walking is... among men. Uh, 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 <laughs> well, come need, on now. Well, come on now. Need we say more? I love also like meeting people now and they're like, and I'll be like, oh, my friend Lev, because I can't stop talking about how fucking fabulous he is. And they're like, yeah, we know because of the pod. Yeah. It's like, like, never met him. I love it. I love it. He's... <laughs> I think we underestimated his celebrity. <laughs> In the words of Chloe Sevigny. Yes. Um, so basically this film is Cronenberg's latest uh, iteration of his body of work. And it's interesting because this film actually has the name of one of his earliest films from like the mid 80s, I want to say. That's where I got the past from. That's why you've been saying the crimes of the future past, mama. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, this film, um, we watched this little clip with Cronenberg a few days ago. It's, like, uh, on YouTube. It's this video really where cool. he's going through this DVD store it was in like, France. It was, like, basically what they do with, like, Criterion yeah, closet yeah, pigs. But, yeah. like, some really cool film store, obviously. Yeah, in France. I don't know what it is. But um, you can find it. It's basically, he's good. going through this DVD store talking about all of his favorite films and all of his favorite uh, actors. Like, he, like, held up, like, a Titanic. DVD, right? Yeah, he and held like, up Titan, yeah. which I thought was such a full circle moment. Mm. But um, basically, he is talking about Lea Zedor and Kristen Stewart, who are his new. Um, I guess they're they're like the the muses, the new know? muses of this film. Yeah, and he was talking about his performances oh, yeah. that he watched and which ones inspired him. And he said, "Personal Shopper" was the film that made him wanna cast Kristen Stewart. Stewart yeah and he said blue is the warmest color too fucking funny so funny which also like I don't know maybe evident in the movie maybe kind of clear because maybe kind of clear basically this film is about um, two performance artists Leah Zedor and Viggo Mortensen who is like uh, one of David Cronenberg's other muses biggest collaborators right? I mean the, yeah I think like, he's been in like four of his films now but, but the, the most recent ones like every film he's right. done since, I want to say, since Cosmopolis has been with Viggo Mortensen. And he's like this, like, super, like, like ugly heart, like, very, like, appealing totally to the French audience. Heart. Totally like, ugly heart. Um, sort of abject, but, like, totally, I don't know, like, entrancing more so than I even thought. And there's, like, all these great pictures of them, like, kissing on the mouth, presumably by accident. <gasps> I love the idea that it wasn't by accident. Basically, he's from Lord of the Rings. Like, uh... he was in Lord of the Rings. I don't know which oh, character he was. Yeah, he's like... Like, I don't know anything about Lord of the Rings, but he has, like, dark long hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the main character in Lord of the Rings, I think. He's, like, not a hobbit, like, not an elf. No, no, no. He's tall. He's really tall and not... Totally not a hobbit. Um, Basically, (laughs) (laughs) um, in this film, he plays this, like, fucking wounded performance artist. Yeah. Who is cutting this his body up. This man is, like, up, suffering. Suffering. Some, and nobody's going to help him. And Viggo nobody's going to help him. And basically, like, people... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just, like, heard what was about to come out of my mouth. People were, like, <laughs> gathering in a warehouse-like situation to basically watch Leia Zido, like, tickle a little, like, <laughs> toad-shaped instrument, which was, like... <laughs> 
Sorry. 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 The like remote control of this autopsy machine that was like. Oh my god. So they had all these different like machines in the house. One of them was where he slept. One of them was where he was like fed. That's the beers. Um, if you couldn't tell... Do you want a little ASMR? We've like been the, drinking. The beer <laughs> opening ASMR. <laughs> um, okay. And, um, and then one of the machines that they're using in the performance art is the autopsy machine. And she's yes, controlling it by yes, the yes, little, yes. like, cane. By the way, remote. can I ask, what is an autopsy? Love <laughs> that you asked this on the pod and not four know. hours ago. So it's like if they don't know the cause of death of a person, they would take someone's corpse and then okay. run a bunch okay. of tests. So, so it's it what they be... do to like a corpse. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, okay. And there could I be thought like, it was an MRI. There could be like a whole bunch of different tests that they do. They could take out your organs and do biopsies and stuff like that. Gag. Some cultures do not allow autopsies. So if you don't know mm. the cause of death, you will never know. And wow. that's because of the like sanctity of a dead person's body. Right, right, right. Um, right. And you can like you can be like I don't want an autopsy. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, it's usually if that like, makes sense has happened. because in the movie, like basically, so there are all these wonderful creations, and I think this is so important in Cronenberg yeah. films. Like the the object design is always so beautiful it's like, and strange. It's, it is tantamount to the movie itself. I agree. I agree. It is like the, basically the, the if you're talking about movies. like dead ringers, the creations are really, really important to like yeah. the visual aesthetic of like the terror that is inflicted upon these like women's bodies. Yeah. If you're talking about existence, like the creations are very much the sort of shit I have seen in the backseat of Laura's car. <laughs> <laughs> they are little blobs of fleshy mounds that are being touched and um, <laughs> mounds. Um, all of the objects and like strange creations that, Cronenberg has in his films are always so exciting for me yeah. to see. And in this film, there were so many wonderful things. No disappointment. Things. No, disappointment. no disappointment. There's like a weird bed that sort of jerks around. There's like a, like a bonish looking chair. Oh, that was great. So the, 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 the digestion or like eating chair was like a spine back. And oh, then it kind of so had like these like cool. beautiful, like tilted hip bones, which ended up being the yeah. armrests. And then there were these kind of like clavicles that came around your, around your jaw that would kind of like steady your neck and head. Yes. Um, yeah, really fabulous looking. Um, really cool. There was, there was like some like disjointedness between because Charles was, I haven't made it all the way through Dead Ringers. I just don't think I can watch a movie I about that's two totally okay. OBGYNs like doing fucked up things. No, and, like, it's the, not right. It's not the, right. <laughs> those OBGYN, boys don't act right. What does OBGYN Obstetrician gynecologist. Obstetrician gynecologist. <laughs> gynecologist. Gynecologist. Gyne- gynecologist. Gynecologist. What was it that Edward, my brother of the pod, said? Um, okay, oh, so you were so, wearing canvas sneaker tabbies. Yeah, we, well, we've been... So there's these tabbies so that we've been So there's these tabbies. Um, you've been pounding the motherfucking pavement. You and have Ed- to. Edward... Well, yes. Brother of the pod. And brother of the pod said... <laughs> called them... Convussy. Convussies. Convussies. Because they look like a pussy. That's what your mama said when I first wore them in your house. Really? Yeah, she was like, it looks like a... Vulva. They can't... A vulva? Wow. Okay. Anyway, back to back to the... Sorry. Yeah, back to the subject at hand. Um, should we get to the vulvic parts? Oh, uh, okay. my God. Oh, my God. So, um, there's... Um, fuck me. <laughs> Lanzino and... 
The, the performance artist. Can I just okay. say, love her. I'm so sorry. Love her so much. So there's the performance artist storyline, and then there's also the, the movie opens with a really disturbing child oh, death. This okay. was the part of the film I didn't like. Post, 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 postpartum depression kicking in. She kills the child. Basically, like, this mom just doesn't like her kid. And her kid has this weird habit he has, of like... He has a problem. Eating plastic, which... Yeah. Shout out to Bestie of the Pod, Lev. When he what? Taught, oh. <laughs> when he taught me about how we're basically all ingesting microplastics, which is part of our um, bodily evolution and our development as um, post-humanoids. Yeah, we're being like post-human. I remember this great... We are so post-human. We're so post-human in this gig right now. (laughs) So um, I remember the the, the class that I met Levin with um, Anna Johnson at um, UNSW, we um, did this reading that was like some really great panel talk about um, microplastics in the ocean and our drinking water. And the... um, way that plastic works chemically is that it actually gives off estrogen. Love. Right? I forgot about this. So aspect. that's that's where that comes into it. Because you're ingesting microplastics, it's like turning you gay, turning you queer. And the yes. idea was that like it was introduced to us in the pharmacopornographic week because yes. the idea was that chemicals can alter your body. Yes. Queer your body. Yes. Make you more transsexual, maybe. Oh, make you more of a woman. Of a woman. Well, we were talking so, about this today. I wonder if I've been having too much plastic. It's the plastic stall. Didn't you say it's like a credit card a day? Yeah, that's what this like random Guardian article said. And there were all these like memes about it. I, I'm surprised you don't remember. It was such a cultural moment. No. It's it's okay. the plastic rot brain. It's, it's the plastic rot brain. Um, yeah, it was like... Uh, uh, I don't know. There were, like, there were lots of microplastics memes. Basically, and the child. Let's okay, come so back. The child, the child is, at the is, beginning is... Eating macroplastics. Eating not literal micro. macroplastics. Eating a bin. Eating a plastic bin. bin. And the mother's like, that's it. That's... Got, now i got to kill my kid. She's like, now that my child has eaten this bin... I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna put a fil- pillow then, in. Pillow. Then, I'm gonna put a pillow. Put a put a When you're overserved on the <laughs> on pod. pod. Uh. Okay, and um, she she had done smothered the child. She killed him. She killed him. In the and, first three minutes, we're watching said, a child die. Late, first of all, which and, is really not good. Later, in it's the, really gonna be bad. Re- in the words of Amanda Laporte, guys, if you watch the film, it's really gonna be it's bad. It's really gonna be bad. Um, <laughs> and um, later in the film, the mother says to Vigo, she says. Well, wouldn't you do the same thing? Yeah, like, why wouldn't you kill your <laughs> why child you for kill your child? plastic? Okay, and then this is where it kind of, like, all gets super complicated because then we introduce, <laughs> in, in comes Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Love her performance. Okay. Ooh. First of all, Kristen Stewart's School of Acting, that needs to be taught. Sign me up. she moves her mouth in ways that I could never Have you describe. heard, like, I saw this TikTok that was like, you're either an eye actor or a mouth actor. She's a mouth actor. She's a mouth actor. She is. Obviously, people have long ridiculed her performances in Twilight. Yeah, I remember, like, for years after, like, as she was kind of, like, getting out of the Twilight thing, it was like... Um, she's so stiff, like, it, it honestly felt like quite misogynistic. She's so stiff, like... Right, because on her side was Robert Pattinson, who was also stiff, wooden, bad yeah. acting, you know, it was all in the face. Yeah. The two of them have gone on to have some of the most incredible careers interesting in, exciting in intelligent cinema yeah i mean and like european cinema spencer wow wow right? maybe i don't know yeah you haven't seen it but you, i haven't seen it but 
in a few months you'll be like yes yes, yes I am living for your com- cosmopolis <laughs> Robin right now. Robin Patterson Robin, <laughs> Robin. feminize him feminize that whore <laughs> well, he's been eating those credit cards <laughs> um, basically like I think she's a great actress I think in Spencer the <laughs> Laura spilt something there's beer she's been everywhere <laughs> she's been she stays looking I, I stay lapping that shit up <laughs> um yeah, she's great. I we we both loved and adored Spencer. Love Spencer. Oh my god. Yeah, really well deserved nomination. She should have won. I think she should have won. She should have won. I, don't I, know did, about I didn't that see Eyes of Tammy Faye. Faye. Thing, there was there was no way you could have so convinced corny. me. It looked corny as fuck. It looked really fucking camp. And Spencer was like anything. No, but. it didn't look camp. It looked bad. Yeah. I don't want to give it there. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, ugh, say bleh, it. Bleh. And who is that actress? Jessica Chastain. Bleh. I don't know. I'm I don't. Not, I don't, not, I don't care convinced. enough to comment. I I'm don't care convinced. enough to comment. Anyway, uh, the Academy's a sham, so whatever. Yeah. So who cares anyway? So who um, cares? Um, Kristen is a great actress, and also live she, for she, her she, whole she vibe. Live for her whole vibe. She knows how to pick a project. She knows how to pick a a, a, uh, a partner. A partner. <laughs> so the other thing we've been doing as we've been sort of like we've been thinking, we've been digging, rekindling our um. Well, rekindling we, our I don't know just like spending time together yeah yeah, yeah. rekindling um, our hanging out vibe at some point we started to realize that there were two very powerful forces in the world for evil huge huge power they weren't us no they weren't they, Laura and they're I. actually pitting women against each other like it's scary it's scary how powerful these two forces are and how how terrifying they are and how easy it is I'm to get scared. swept up in the in the in, in the whirlwind of their many power. many a victim many a victim have fallen Many. Many. So basically those two forces are, of course, Kristen Stewart. And Cara Delevingne. Yes. And we started to think about the crossover that their dating pool has had. And we started to think about, obviously, the home city that we both come from and the ways in which people do be kind of crossing over one another and it's just messy. It's hell in there. It's, it's horror. horror. You have to be a certain type of lesbian to survive <laughs> that. Basically, um, nobody is safe. Nobody and is safe. in the celebrity world, it seems as though people really do be shitting where they eat. Shitting on them. And if you think... Like, like I, I bet 100%, like, you are six degrees of separation from person to it. Like... You know what I mean? Like Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. I'm so sorry. I'm literally overserved on the pond. Yeah, let's try to think about it. How we how how many degrees of separation are we from? From like Cara Delevingne and Kristen Stewart. Fuck, I can't do it. Oh my god, should we like pause and think about it? Well no, but okay, if <laughs> it has worked with Gaga. Gaga yeah. has worked with Adam Driver. Yeah. Who's worked with you're really I'm testing trying. my fucking limits Gaga here. Gaga has worked with... I'm, does Gaga but, have any relationship to Kristen Stewart? They're both bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my bisexual women out there. Um, this is a bisexual friendly space and podcast. And, and anything we've said previously otherwise is um, overridden by this current statement. <laughs> Silly. So we love Kristen Stewart. We think she's a great actress. We don't care what everyone else says. <laughs> so she's like universally praised nowadays. And we're she's like, just... let's be Kristen defenders. Anyway, Kristen. Kristen. I literally. Case two. K2. 
case two. Let's call her case two from now on. Um, I can't grab the other thing is that she is a pufta. She's a pufta. She's a pufta. There's like many pictures of her also <laughs> like literally from like 2022 where she's like still wearing Robert Pattinson shirts. Have you seen those pictures? No. Yeah. There's like pictures of like he, him in a, like a certain t-shirt from 2009 and then a picture of like her in the same t-shirt. <gasps> oh my goodness. <gasps> oh my God. Boyfriend of the pod is here. <laughs> Should Hola. we pause? What's happening? We're, We're recording, recording a podcast. podcast. Right now. Yeah, right now. Oh my god. <laughs> Should I pause? Do you want us to pause it? Yeah, sure. Wait, why? Like, okay. So I'm looking at the chart now because we did do very comprehensive research into the nuances, the relationships, the connections between, say, Angelina Jolie and Cara Delevingne, um, of which there are very few degrees of separation. Um, yeah. I swear there's, like, beef between Cara and... Kristen. Thank you. Um, but Why? I can't remember Why? over who. I swear there's beef because, like, at the 2021 20, Met Gala, they, like, made faces at each other, and then they were, like... Oh my god, it's because of like X Y Z. What girl. was which was there's the... like there's like there's a girl between them that we haven't mapped on the chart. Shit, we got I don't know who we it is. Figure though. that out. We're we're in the process of making this really elaborate chart of like lesbians and bisexuals in po- in like in the public eye in Hollywood. It basically. includes the likes of you know Madonna, Angelina Jolie, Saint Vincent, Saint Vincent Dakota, Dakota Johnson, Johnson, Stella Maxwell, Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, Bella Hadid, <laughs> Miley Cyrus, Stella Maxwell, Soko, Robert Kristen Pattinson. Stewart. By the way, isn't lesbian. it ridiculous? Both Mia Goth and FKA Twigs dated Robert Pattinson and Shia LaBeouf. They both dated both men. I just think that's a bit weird. I just think that's really sweet. <laughs> well, all so, right. Boyfriend of the pod got home. He's currently enjoying some rice paper rolls that we made for him. How are the rice paper rolls? Very good. <laughs> okay. You hear you heard it here first. <laughs> um, we're not as anemic as we may seem. <laughs> so so yeah, basically we watched this film. Yeah. What are your uh, what my are your takeaways? We were confused. Okay, we were we, confused. We, I was like really deeply confused. Like I, I could not give you like a rundown of the like plot or synopsis. Um, you, you you know that because we tried. Because we tried so and we hard failed. and failed absolutely miserably. Um Kristen Stewart's character is also, like, so freaky, weird, like, disjointed, abnormal. So strange. So she basically, strange. like, works at this, like, registry for organs. So it's this idea this that, is, like, like... weird, like... It's not even, like, organ, like, trafficking or trade or whatever. It's, like, organ registration for the newly developed, like, mutant yeah. organs. So Viggo Mortensen's character is, like, growing organs as we speak. Like, inside his body involuntarily. Yeah. And um, Kristen, Kristen Stewart's character is like tattooing these organs and marking them as like, um, like re- you, basically registering you, them by tattooing. You them. were born this way or you were not born this way. To use the lexicon of the film. Yes, exactly. And, um, yeah, her character is really strange. She says some things like, you know, surgery is the new sex. And she's really <laughs> turned on by Vigo. She wants him to cut her up. Everyone's yeah. really turned oh, on by, like, like, being cut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Including, like, the, like, maintenance women of <gasps> the machines. Yes. Who were, like, like, so they, like, um, they're, like, getting into, like, the sleep machine of the quote-unquote life works. Yeah. Um, corporation that's, like, designing these, like, live better, 
treat your newly yeah, organs well. Yeah, I think they're called well, like, like life form, wear something or other. And um, so the two maintenance women get naked and they hop inside and they're laughing at Leia Zido and then you don't see her get into the pod with them. But but, <laughs> but you see her when she gets home to Vigo and um, who has recently been registered in the, I'm not even joking, inner beauty pageant. Yeah, the dialogue is crazy because they start talking about some inner beauty pageant and Vigo is like, I don't know if I'm going to win. And this guy's like, you <laughs> but should your go. organs are so beautiful. But your organs are so you beautiful. You should go for best in show. You should go for best in show. It's like, you have the inner beauty of a star, baby. <laughs> um, so he installs a zipper into Vigo's torso. Yes, a zipper. And... Leia is like at home. She's just thinking about those two technician girls that she just fucked in the in the funky life form bed. And Vigo gets home with his new zipper, and they're like, you know, they're really chatting each other up. And then she basically like gets on her knees, unzips his chest, his his stomach, basically sticks her tongue deep in his belly. Like, she is going to town. To town. Absolute town. Harder than she went on Adele in Blue as the Warmest Color. It was almost as raunchy and, like, inappropriate and sexy as the ad that we watched before <laughs> the movie with her fully for the PG, Louis Vuitton. Fully clothed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was crazy. It was and crazy. Like, we were gasping. I mean, really, the kind of gag that only a Cronenberg film could give you. Like, yeah. when I think about that scene in Crash where they're talking about the, like, deformed penis. Mm. When I think about... When ex- they're, like, fingering existence. the gash. Yeah, yeah, the gash. When I think about the existence scene where... Um, Willem Dafoe is like literally plugging a hole in, um, what's his name? That guy. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I got to check it. So, um, Willem Dafoe is like punching a hole in Jude Law's back. Oh, great. And Jude Law is like, I'm so scared of being penetrated. Oh my God. Yeah, no, cause we were talking about, I was like, I said to you the other day, I was like, oh my God, he cares so much about, um, and he's like thinking all the time Gay about- rights. A- <laughs> about sodomy and then you started talking he's about, obsessed with sodomy but you started talking about Willem Dafoe's allegedly giant penis yeah I was, I was actually referring to David Cronenberg's Nicola how do we say it kind of sounds like the same so word as like egg um basically so, last one, Tria famously directed Willem Dafoe in Antichrist. Antichrist, and there is this famous scene where Willem Dafoe's dick bleeds. You don't have to watch too far to like see the dick. Apparently, it happens in the first scene. Yeah, I'm just I refuse to watch that film because I think it's stupid and I haven't even watched it. But basically, last one, Tria went on record and talked about how enormous Willem Dafoe's dick is and that he couldn't use Willem Dafoe's real dick because it would be too distracting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that he needed yeah. a dick double yeah. to play Willem Dafoe because if he used the real dick, the audience would not have been able to focus on his wonderful storytelling <laughs> and his beautiful and just Master cinematic Otter. masterpiece. I um, hate that man. I'm sorry. I really do. <laughs> Everyone go and... Um, and listen to literally our old pay us on literally pay us Patreon, on Patreon and to listen, listen to, to our Dancer in the Dark, dark episode about Last Von Trier. That was really brave of us. I that think. was brave of us. And our episode is called I Despise You, Mr. Von Trier. 
um, after Björk's little little spat. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but I was actually referring to Cronenberg and his obsession with sodomy, which is just like yeah. He's like he's like terrified, but also like insanely interested in like what it's like to be like penetrated as a dude. Yeah. No? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And it it kind of um, like literally just like. Well, he d- he did this film. I haven't seen it. We haven't seen it, but <laughs> he did this film with Vigo, which is like Vigo plays Freud, you know, and like it's about it's a story about I think Keira Knightley's in it. It's a story about Weird. Freud and Carl Jung, yeah. and obviously Cronenberg is obsessed with this sexual politic, and like he wants to know what it feels like for a girl in this world, and I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> And nobody's going to penetrate Cronenberg. nobody's going to penetrate him. <laughs> Some world we live in. Uh, I'll penetrate him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive offer. <laughs> go, to our pen- uh, go to our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, go like and subscribe if you'd like Charles to penetrate David Cronenberg. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what it feels like for a girl <laughs> in, in this world. world. We um, love that song. Perhaps we should wrap it then. <laughs> yeah, I think we should wrap it up. Um, go go watch go Crimes watch. of the Future Past. Yeah. I'm a Zedo girly. I'm a Zedo girly, but I'm also a Kristen Stewart girly. <laughs> I'm a Kristen girly. Remember, our podcast is supposed to be about Kristen Stewart. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It's okay. I mean, they're both wonderful. A wonderful, wonderful women. Wonderful women. Uh, also, my friend in the city, shout out to Wilma, um... She works you. at a cafe and she served Leia Zito a few weeks ago. Wait, so that's your connection, duh. You <gasps> you, you to Wilma, Wilma oh to Leia Zito, and then Leia Zito to Kristen Stewart. Jesus Christ, we figured it out. We fucking cracked the code, bitch. Dude, how many degrees of separation does that make us from Kristen Stewart? So that's um you to Wilma to Leia Zito to Kristen Stewart, four. So for me, it's four. For you, it's five. Yeah, yeah. So for... Anyone else in the lesbian it's chart is six. six. And that's what they say. Six degrees of separation, separation from everyone in the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well On that's that note, seal it with a loving kiss. kiss. Mm-hmm. Ciao. Bye.